It's finally Friday on Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. So I tell him I'm a pro jack. And who do you think they can be? The Dalai Lama. So we finish 18, and he's going to stiff And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know? And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going. And movie reviews with Andy Payne. I think you got the wrong impression about me. I think in all fairness, I should explain to you exactly what it is that I do. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Jake, right? What do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. Stick the fork in me, Jerry. I'm done. Now, here is your host of Rush to Reason, John Rush. John Rush. All right, welcome. Friday, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes, of course. How's Andy? Doing great. Another beautiful day. It's, it is that. So we've got Levi from High Five Plumbing joining us as well. Levi, how are you? Good, John. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys enjoying the weather? Is that helping or hurting plumbing? Um, you know, it's it's to us. It's plumbing. We, we, the weather, we just, we just take it as it is. <laughs> you roll with it, right? Doesn't matter. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> the plus side is you don't have, you know, folks are not having problems with, you know, busted pipes that are frozen and all of that. Although, although, uh, winter and the cold of it will arrive, Levi. My, my, I guess my point is, is don't let some of this, uh, you know, build some false confidence. Because if you've got some things you need to get addressed, now is the time. Don't wait until then. Yeah, exactly, John, and that's that's what I say every every year. Is it's always that one that catches you by surprise that ca- causes the damage. That's right. Uh, you know, we know, you know it's going to be cold in January. You know, so so you you know that, but it's those ones that catch you. You know, just just when, in November, you know, the beginning of December, where you accidentally left something out or left something on that you really didn't didn't mean to. That's right. So again, for those of you listening, get those things done, Levi. When it comes to you know, again, this is the time of the year where folks aren't really thinking much about saving water because water usage is kind of down. They're not watering their yard and so on. But on the same token, I think it's also the time of the year to think about, okay, what kind of upgrades could I do now that will potentially save me money as that water usage goes back up in the spring? What are some of the things you can recommend to save some money? You know, you know put some money in now, but save money later. Uh, definitely, John. There's a lot of things, you know, uh, most most toilets, um, newer toilets, uh, they use a lot less water but have a lot better uh, flushing technology. So you could use a lot less water per flush. That's something that we do have been seeing. It's funny. We actually – there was seven toilets outside of our dumpster this morning. And so oh, wow. there's a lot of people up, uh, upgrading their toilets right now. So, um, so uh, it's – Okay, I'm going to stop you for a moment. So – Back in the day, when the, and I'll be the first to admit, when the low-flush toilets first came out, it seemed like these aren't saving anything because you're flushing them two or three times just to get done what you used to do with one. What you're telling me is, and I know because I have one of these, but the, the newer low-flush toilets just work much better, don't they? Exactly right. It's kind of like uh, it, you, you guess and check, right? They, they, they tried something, and it didn't work. They redesigned it, redesigned it, and they've naturally gotten to a point where the low 
water, flush toilets actually have a really good solid flush. I have them in all of the bathrooms in my home, yep. um, and I haven't noticed any problems. And so if you've, if you've, been, if you've been avoiding a, a, a water-efficient toilet in your home because of a past experience you had, I suggest uh, calling us out, yep. and we can explain to you how this new technology works. No, and, and, I, and I, again, Levi, tell me I'm on the right track here, but from what I Notice with one that I've got that's not that old, that's very, very efficient and works better than even some of the other toilets I have that actually aren't even low flow. I'll just be straight up honest. I've got one newer Toto that absolutely works beautifully. It's a low flow toilet. And I'm guessing it has to do with everything from tank design, bowl design, where the water comes in. Am I right in thinking they've just gone through and redesigned all of that better? Yeah, exactly, uh, John. Everything from where the water comes into the toilet to where it enters the bowl, and to even how it exits the bowl okay. to go into the wa- into the into the drain system. Okay. They've, they've done a really good job of making sure that uh, we can we can get it done down to you know one point two gallons. Okay. And still get a really solid flush. What about some of the toilets that are kind of a dual flush? You know, you move the handle one way, or they've got two buttons on top, one for you know, one type of waste, one for the, you know, one for number one, one for number two, that sort of a thing. Are, is there any, I mean, it, does that work? Or are you better off just buying a really good low flush toilet to begin with? You know, John, uh, there's, I, I don't like to steer people either one way or the other, but the one thing I can recommend with the dual flush toilets is they are very useful, uh, but they do tend to have a little bit more maintenance, right? Because there's more moving parts. Uh, there's more things that can go that could go wrong okay. in that tank. And so, so even though they are a very good model, I, I would suggest finding a really good low flow toilet that works for your needs instead of the risk of having more maintenance on okay. on maintenance of parts. Okay. Now I know you typically don't like steering folks, you know, one way or the other, but I, I just got to ask: Do you have a particular brand especially when it comes to toilets that you like over somebody else yeah john that's uh that's a question we get asked a lot and the brand we recommend most is is it's a brand called gerber it's the gerber toilet oh uh they have they have multiple lines of toilets they have a, a builder's grade which is an entry level they have up to pressure assist uh commercial grade uh so we do like them because they offer all all levels of of toilets. So Gerber is the model we recommend. Um, you know what? Sounds to me like that should be a commercial here in the not-too-distant future, so we'll uh, <laughs> we'll get to work. I, and again, I'm serious about that, because I do think there's this huge misconception among a lot of people that have had the early you know, experiences with the early low-flow toilets that just think these things are absolutely worthless. I'm flushing more times than I would have with just a regular toilet, and I, I can attest to this. I've got a particular a uh, toilet that, again, is not that old, that is the low flow, but works absolutely fabulous, better than any other toilet that we actually have. And I've got some older toilets that are not even the low, you know, I've got an older home, so I've got some older toilets that aren't even the low flow design, Levi, and that thing works better than they do. Yeah, I agree, John. And as a plumber, I was the same way when they first came out. I did not, I was not a fan of them. I did not ask, I asked people not to get them. So right. coming from a plumber, they have drastically uh, improved them, and I recommend people giving them a shot again. Okay, last question along these lines, because this is things that I think a lot of folks out there either have misconceptions on or questions they never ask. Does the downflow into the rest of your house and even all the way out into either your septic or sewer system, does the low-flow toilet have any effect upon getting the waste all the way out to either street or septic tank? Uh no, John, absolutely not. The the P trap on your toilet has always been designed the same. It always 
always has caused the water to get to the same speed because it has to. Um, so yeah, that, that, that does not matter. The, the design of the flow is 100% with the tank entering the bowl and how the bowl is designed. Okay. But where it exits with the P-trap, it does not affect it one bit. Okay, good. Again, these are things that I think there's some misconceptions on out there. So, Levi, thank you. And you can tell from listening, by the way, Levi knows his stuff. You are spot on. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's High Five Plumbing. And let's put them next, Charlie, as well, because he's coming up here in a second anyways. And, Levi, again, I not only appreciate what you've done for me personally, but what you do for our listeners. And you guys know your stuff. And, folks, I cannot recommend them highly enough. If you've got any kind of an issue at all plumbing-wise, these are the guys to go to. So, Levi, happy, happy Thanksgiving to you, Cassie, all of your team, and let them know that on behalf of us. And we appreciate all you do, sir. Yes, thank you, John, and thank you to all the listeners for supporting us. We appreciate everything, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. You're very welcome, Levi. Appreciate it very much. Again, they are next. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's High Five Plumbing. Low water pressure can ruin your day, but high water pressure can damage your fixtures and appliances, and High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. High pressure causes water to flow too powerfully through your pipes, so when it comes to the end of a line, it slams into your fixture or appliance, causing damage that potentially voids the warranty on the appliance or fixture. So if you're hearing banging in your pipes that sounds like this, you may have water pressure that's far too high. There are many factors that can affect water pressure, so High Five installs a device to measure and regulate that pressure, so you're not damaging your toilets, faucets, fridges, or anything else in your home that uses water. For water pressure that's out of control, or even just to find out if it is, call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com plumbing and tell them you're a KLZ listener for $50 off your repair. High five plumbing, or sorry, no, that was just up a second ago. It's level engineering, which I get my notes here going right. Alan Davis, find out if solar is right. If you actually was having a conversation with a good friend of mine a few minutes ago before the show today, talking about Alan and level engineering and solar, and is it right for you? And there's only one way to find out. Give Alan a call, and he'll tell you, 303-378-7537. Alan Davis knows that you value your energy independence. He also knows that you would want to own your personal power production facility if you could. That can happen today with solar panels and a battery system if you need it from Level Engineering. There's great pride in ownership and knowing that no one else can cut off your electricity and keep you from achieving complete energy freedom. KLZ listeners have taken these brave steps working with Allen. The typical benefits include no increase ever in your power bill, no additional bill due to the smart meter the power company has installed, and great savings on your power bill. Usually, only about 20 to 35% of the amount you were going to pay the power company. Most everyone who now has solar is thrilled that they got it, just like some of our KLZ listeners. They love the freedom from the power company that it gives them, and they love the huge tax credit too. Call Alan Davis for a no-obligation quote. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. Okay, in our home transitions, ask about the re-up program today, especially if you've got a home that needs remodeling or you've inherited a home or have a home in the family where you're looking to get something done. They can help you with that and get more money out of it at the end of the day. K&R Home Transitions, find them at klzradio.com.
When you have an inherited home, you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start. Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency. They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Kat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Kat and Robin are your true real estate advocates, and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Catherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com slash home or call 720-437-8210. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush to Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Pate. John, before I ask you the big question of the week, uh, can I do a little see I told you so here? Go right ahead. Okay, for those out there who uh, did not heed my warning, I did warn you about the Marvels. Not good. No, they. Oh my goodness! The bomb. Marvels came out and it, it it scored only just over forty six million in its opening weekend. Mm. This is, I believe, the worst or nearly the worst Marvel opening ever in history. It bombed. And Nia DaCosta, she is the um, director of the Marvels, and she is a woman of color, and uh, you know seems to be very bright. But when she she was asked about the movie and being woke, she said these words. She said, well, there are pockets that are really virulent. And she's talking about America here. That are really virulent and violent and racist and sexist and homophobic and all those things. And I choose the side of the light. That's the part of fandom I'm most attracted to. Okay, um, Miss DaCosta, please do us all a favor. Stop virtue signaling and insulting your audience. Make a better movie. It was boring. It was badly made. It was it was woke. It had woke imagery. And, you know, while you are busy, while you and your ilk are busy neutering the Marvel Universe, right. which is basically what you've done. Right. You've completely neutered it. We, we normals out here, we like to see both sexes in the movies, both sexes represented as heroes. And I'm not just talking your movie. You can make a movie with, you know, just female heroes, but I'm talking across the span. You've gotten rid of one guy after the other guy, after the other guy, after the other guy. Right. And it's like, look, stop the hate and start the entertaining. Fair enough. Makes total sense. Cause you, it bombed. It bombed and they are bombing and Marvel is losing incredible sums of money as is Disney, the mother company of Marvel. So I just thought I'd put that out there. Okay, John, are you ready for a movie? One? Yes. The other one? No. Okay. Well, let's be honest. Let's get to the first one. John, how does a villain become a villain? Become a bigger villain? Maybe. Well, yeah. Or how does a villain become a villain? How do they be? Here's, um, let me tell you, it takes a prequel. Okay. You need a prequel, John. Okay. And we have one in Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Mr. Snow, after everything you've seen out there in the world, 
What are the Hunger Games for? Are you, are you coming to the tree? The Hunger Games, they're to punish the districts. Those tributes don't have a choice. Your role is to turn these children into spectacles, not survivors. We're live! Smile. It's why we have teeth. Imagine it was your name that they pulled. Strange things can happen here. I just want to know that somebody still cared about me, that I was still of value. Welcome to the Capitol. You look like you shouldn't be here. I shouldn't, but I'm your mentor. A rebel. I am gonna get you out of here. You want to protect people, and it's essential to accept what human beings are and what it takes to control them. Let's see you use that famous snow charm. You seem like a good man, Coralina Snow. I have seen what war does to people. Fueled with the terror of becoming prey. See how quickly we become predator? I want my enemies to see a rainbow of destruction engulfing the world. The monsters! All of you! Good luck with that poor little songbird. Where is she? It's a mystery. And mysteries have a way of driving people mad. Are you ready, John? This is like the future of America. <laughs> kind of. Not Sorry. the distant future. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. All right. Well, uh, 64 years. 64 years before young Katniss Everdeen hit the stage, okay. young Coriolanus Snow, and he's played by Tom Blythe, must resurrect the good name of the Snow family in the post-war capital. Well, one opportunity is to win the cash prize given to the top Academy graduate. And Snow is well positioned to do so. He's a great student. He's been doing great. He's leading the way. It looks like he has got that cash prize in the bag, and his family needs it. Well, unfortunately, the new head games maker, Volumnia Gall, she's played by Viola Davis, who is a tremendous actress, she messes it up by requiring the top 10 grads to compete So the top 10 grads, instead of him just getting it, they have to compete by mentoring tributes in the 10th annual Hunger Games. Well, Snow is assigned to mentor Lucy Graybeard, and that is uh, Rachel Zegler, the young actress. Remember her from West Side Story? Mm -hmm. Right. And she is a tribute from District 12. Well, naturally, Snow will do anything to see Lucy wins. Ethics are no issue. Not that they are for him anyway. And better yet, like Katniss, many years later, Lucy captivates the Pan Am crowds. She does it with singing. Well, opportunity, right? He sees an opportunity. Hey, I've got a rising star here. I can ride her all the way to the top, and I can still get that cash prize. Well, many obstacles exist. First of all, of course, there are 23 other tributes trying to kill Lucy. It's kind of a downside. And, well, the games are evil, so there's this idealist. He's a friend of, um, he's a friend of, sorry, Coriolanus. Such a weird name, Coriolanus. Anyway, he's a friend of Coriolanus. His name is Sejanus Plinth. 
And now he is trying to sabotage the entire system because he's against the evil Hunger Games, as well he should be. They're, they're terrible. Well, this is an origin story with lots of ground to cover, so I'm going to be honest. I can't cover it all here, but I'll say this. It's basically broke, broken down into three parts. What leads up to the games, what happens during the games, and what comes after. And hey, let's face facts. Lucy is played by Rachel Zegler, so she's a hottie. Okay. And what will happen if, you know, if uh, this villain in waiting snow falls for her? Well, ultimately, we're treated to a dystopian feast of killing and political intrigue as snow grapples with his inner demons and virtues. What will become of snow and the Hunger Games? And that's the story. That's it. What do you think? Doesn't sound bad. Okay. Well, what? Previews look good. Yeah. They do look good, don't they? Mm -hmm. Well, what works in Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes? Well, first of all, Watching early development of Snow is like watching early Darth Vader in the Star Wars prequels. And you're just sitting there kind of thinking, well, he's a pretty good guy, but what can push him to the dark side? You just wonder. By the way, for me, it was disco. I've never gone back. Um, The two leads in this movie are quite good with Blythe, Tom Blythe, as... As Snow, he's dominant. I'm going to be honest. He is really the thing that makes this movie hum. Start to finish, the development of his character, don't get me wrong, it's about him, so obviously he's got to be good. But a lot of times when you get these young supermodel-type actors, they're not very good actors. No problem here. This guy is terrific. And then, of course, you got Rachel Zegler, and she does bring some personality to the role. I like that. Now you got Peter Dinklage, who I love. He's always good. And he shows well as the angry dean of the academy. And he also has some issues with the Hunger Games, which comes out in in a very good way. He's just, Peter Dinklage is just an actor who brings such depth to every role. I just love him. And finally, you got Jason Schwartzman. He's funny as the uh, Hunger Games TV host. I like him. He adds some needed levity, which was very needed in the movie. Now, what doesn't work in Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes? Well, the big problem first, John, this shouldn't have been done in one movie. Mm. They took on too much. Right. The original Star Wars stretched it into three films, which was too long, definitely too long. But this packs too much into one. It really should have been divided into two. That would have gone better as you see him kind of develop piece by piece. Uh, The next thing is, if you're going to do that, you'd better have really interesting characters like in The Hunger Games. Now, The Hunger Games had a number of very interesting characters. And outside of Snow, I'm going to be honest, this falls short. It really does. The characters, they're not quirky or interesting enough. They didn't really grab me, John, to where I care about what's happening to these characters either in or outside the games. Now, the general length should have been edited, I believe, by at least 15 minutes, maybe 20, or they should have just broken the thing down into two movies and then stretched it. They could have done so much with this better than what they did. The general length is just a bit long. Next, the Hunger Games themselves, you know, the battles where they're fighting for their lives, they're a real drop-off from the original with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Just a real drop-off. Mm. Those were raw and cool, and they were out in the wild, and it was just really well done. Now, these are, don't get me wrong, they're, they're gory. Got gory killings, and they're generally not impressive, though. Certainly nothing like the archery of the Hunger Games. Right. Nothing cool like mm. that. Okay. This is more just butchery, and it's just not artistic. Here's a biggie. Lucy sings too much. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. And, that kills it for me. We're done. Right. Well, now look. It, You're it's, done. 
I know you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Rachel Zegler who has a spectacular voice. She does. And you knew that from playing Maria. Just, I mean, it's hard to explain. She is an opera singer. But it's singer. not a musical. Right. It's not, but she is a singer, and she's a singer from District 12. And she was known as a singer there, and then okay. she's brought to the... So in defense of her role here, this is what she does. She is a singer. Okay. Guitar, the whole thing. Okay. But, you know, I just want to look at her and say, Rachel, please stop doing that. Okay, stop. Okay, that's enough. Now stop. Please, no more singing. Also, her accent is supposed to be Southern. I'm sorry. She doesn't nail it. It's not, huh? No, it it just comes off weird. She does some decent things in her role, but some of her role, I just felt like the the character felt forced Mm. and unnatural at times. It really did. Jennifer Lawrence came off as totally natural in her role. And I've got to say it again. Tom Blythe is just perfect as Coriolanus. And Rachel Zegler is not bad. She's a wonderful, magnificent. I'm just going to say it overall. If you take in singing, acting, dancing, and all this kind of stuff, she may be the most talented young star in Hollywood right now. But it's just not working. Not that well. It's okay. Not that well. Uh, Finally, more humor would have helped. And you've got some young actors and actresses who can pull off the humor, John. They could have done it. Write it better. Take a little time. Don't get me wrong. This is not the Marvels, okay? This is not. Okay. This, this is much better written than the Marvels. Okay. I actually cared about this at times. But it could have been written so much better. It could have moved quicker. They could have divided it up. They could have done a lot of better things. And I think what you're watching, when you see the movie, you're enjoying it. And you're watching it move along. And you're really enjoying it because you're watching Coriolanus Snow become who he's going to become. And he's so good at it. That keeps you going throughout the whole movie. But at the end, you're thinking, man, they could have done this better. They just could have done this in a number of other ways. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes agrees. They gave it 62%, which is, eh, let's face it, it's pretty mad. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, Viola Davis, who I love, was this very exaggerated character in this movie. They... She can often do very realistic characters, very real and very gripping characters. In this, she was too exaggerated. And I know they're trying to do that because it's Hunger Games. It didn't work. Mm. Okay, getting back to this. 62% with Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to go right there. Quality, three stars. Okay. Three out of five. It's a uh, decent, pretty good movie. Okay, it's it's definitely better than the Marvels. Definitely. Okay. Uh, political three, more religious three. It really didn't preach much of anything. Not that not that I saw or cared. I thought it was fine. You know, it, it it's obviously preaching about the insiders and outsiders. That's neither right nor left. It just is what it is. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was an enjoyable film. Do I recommend people who want to see this see it on the big screen? Yes. Well, but yeah, you should all go see it so you can get the preview of what's coming to America. Yes. <laughs> this, is, this is how we're all going to live. Okay? As, as Bidenflation continues, we will all be fighting for food. I'm going to be fighting for your food, John. Just so you uh, know. We, we, we laugh, but good night, Andy. Yeah, I, you know, I've talked to your wife and asked, you know, what are secret accesses to your food pantry? Good gravy. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm chuckling, but... Did you know that, um, sorry to go off course here, but I think it's like, goodness sakes, since Biden took office, like 85 to 90% of the months, 
have seen a decline in the purchasing Purchasing power power. of the American. In other words, uh, inflation has advanced faster Mm. than wages for like 90% of the months. We talked to Scott Garlis this last week, and he was saying that even certain types of bread purchases are down, meaning people can't even afford to buy some of the staples, Andy. Yeah, and when we were talking on Tuesday, I walked you through the the things we could do right now that would turn all that around yep. and have money just flowing. It's really sad. Anyway, getting back to Hunger Games, one last thing, folks. Yes, yes. Yes, go see it in the big theater on the big screen. This is a big screen movie, but okay. I will say this. It is not the grandiose battle the during the were. battle times of the other t- ones. Okay. It's a letdown. Okay. All right. Good to know. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. Make sure, speaking of battles, make sure that your door can withstand one of those big battles and some of those people coming in to try to steal your food, like Andy was mentioning a moment ago. And I, in all seriousness, folks, make sure that you are secure. Your front door is a big deal and can improve the curb appeal of your home as well. Veteran Windows and Doors, that's one of the things they're highlighting right now. Give them a call. Find them at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors realizes that your front door is your home's signature statement, and they can perfect the design and installation at a fraction of the cost. You want a front door that is energy efficient, durable, and increases the value of your home. That's why Veteran uses Provia Signet doors with the highest quality materials and customization options to match your home's unique style. Owner Dave Bancroft is confident he can beat any national company's price for Provia doors by 30 to 50%. There's no reason to pay more for the same door. And Provia recommends Veteran Windows and Doors for installation of their products because they know that Veteran uses a stricter installation method above what is required. You get a gorgeous, right-for-your-home door at the best price and installed correctly. To design your home's new front door with Veteran Windows and Doors, go to klzradio.com slash window. That's klzradio.com slash window. All right. Uh, affordable interest mortgage. Kurt Rogers, he was with us yesterday and wants to help you with whatever need you have when it comes to mortgages, including first-time home buyers, VA, you name it. Kurt can do it all. 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. All right, insurance, group insurance analyst. If you're thinking of doing anything with a Medicare supplement plan, now is your time. Call them and get some advice, e-gia.com. Finding insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars out of your pocket. You need an independent insurance broker to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of independent insurance specialists 
We'll help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is your home, auto, Medicare, life, ACA, health, or business insurance, GIA has got you covered. They've been doing this as independent brokers since 1984. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. All right, Genesis 1-3 Electric looking to do some upgrades, including dimmer switches. They can do all of that for you or fix just regular electrical problems. Genesis 1-3 Electric, find them at klzradio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electric wants you to save money on your electric bill. One way to do this is with dimmer switches that are affordable, convenient, and less expensive. Newer dimmer switches, even on the highest setting, use about 20% less electricity than a standard switch because they don't ever draw full power, so you'll have a lower cost on your power bill each month. Because of that lower draw and the positive environmental impact, government mandates are making these dimmers a requirement in new construction. You can stay ahead of the game with Genesis 1-3 Electric. Dustin and the crew at Genesis 1-3 are great consultants, and they love building solutions for what you need. The holidays are a busy time for electricians, so reach out to the folks at Genesis today by going to klzradio.com light and fill out a short form for KLZ customers to get $100 off two or more dimmer switches. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Payton. And John, are you ready for another movie? Yeah, I thought this one was actually not what it was. Yes, you probably did. You know what has always been missing? When you gave me the title, I was like totally confused. Uh, probably just a little bit. Yeah. John, what has always been missing, I believe, from the Thanksgiving holiday, a holiday where we take a huge knife and carve up a bird, we've been missing a slasher movie. What do you think? Um, Yeah, I was confused, but yeah, here we go. It's long overdue, John, but we now have one in Thanksgiving. I used to love this town. until what happened that night. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and I'm tired of pretending like everything is normal when it's not. I want things to go back to normal, too. Show some enthusiasm. Thanksgiving is an institution here. No, 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 no! Someone's up for revenge, and they're turning it into a sick holiday game. The weapon he's using is straight off a Thanksgiving table. I don't want to spend my life looking over my shoulder. We need to stop him. Yes, we need to stop him, John, or he'll kill again. What do you think? Best looking man alive is in this movie, right? <laughs> Who? Patrick Dempsey. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he, he voted Charlie best looking man alive? Yeah, back like in that? 
Yeah, sexiest, sexiest man alive. Sexiest there you go. Man alive. There you go. Yeah, I, I know it was you, you and I, but we're you not read in a movie. up. Well, you know, we we hadn't come along yet. I go. There we go. Got it. You know, got he it. did okay for his time. Okay, gotcha. but now we're here. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, John, it's been a year since the tragic Black Friday event in Plymouth, Massachusetts, where a trampling occurred during a shopping frenzy. Now people. <laughs> Well, those Sorry, have actually happened. Those I, have actually I know, happened. I shouldn't okay. be laughing. Well, now people connected to the event are receiving taunting messages on Instagram from an account called The John Carver, which is probably not the killer's real name. So okay. Nikki, Nikki Haley wouldn't approve. I just want you to know. Have you heard about that? Oh, she wants to ban private, uh, anonymous accounts oh. on social media. <laughs> Okay. It's kind of weird. Uh, okay, yeah. anyway. Well, then, one by one, they start getting carved up like Thanksgiving teenage victims. It's gruesome. It's creative. But who's doing it, and how do they get away with it? Well, Jessie, who's played by Nell Ver- Verlack, and she is obviously a model, and she's pretty good, though. Well, she and Bobby are amongst the potential targets. Now, Jesse's dad runs the superstore where the original tragedy occurred. And Bobby is a baseball hero. And now he is Jesse's former boyfriend. Bobby, obviously, he disappeared for a year because he couldn't handle what happened on that fateful night. Well, there seems to be a message with this killer. Punishing victims for their greed. Well, that's a pretty fair accusation during holiday shopping, wouldn't you say? Yeah. In fact, I'm just going to say it. Let me jump ahead. The first killing I was very okay with. Okay. I just want to say. But there's something more, John. This killer has a personal grudge against everyone who was there the night of the trampling incident. So we only know three things for sure, John. First, every girl in Plymouth is a supermodel. I just want to say that. It's almost, I mean, you always have that in these slasher movies, but it's almost silly in this one. Second, several people have motives to be the killer. And third, finally, lots and lots of people are going to die. That's the story of Thanksgiving. What do you think? I've never known a slasher movie at Thanksgiving, but there's a first for everything. All right. Well, what works in Thanksgiving? First of all, you have nice pacing. The story sets up quickly. The kills come fast and the mystery deepens. That's pretty good. Next, there's a decent establishing of characters, giving each one you know enough background for interest, John, without bogging it down too much. You don't want to bog down the film with too much backstory on each victim, but it's a little better to have some rather than just have them be a bunch of numbers falling down one by one by one by one. I like that. Next, the killing moments are a blend of jump scares and slow buildups, not just one style. Okay. One thing I noticed is even the slow buildups did not take too long. They were nicely timed. We've talked about this every time, right? Uh, that build up to the kill, you don't want it to take too long, but you don't want it to be too abbreviated either because that takes away the fun. Finally, you had a number of good plot twists. Who is the killer? Pretty good. Okay. Well, what doesn't work in Thanksgiving? Well, down the stretch, it's too gory. Whoa, for you? Well, well, I'm, I'm talking for the medium, as if it's trying to outdo itself. That, that, yeah. That's what it was like. It was it's gore for gore. Yeah. Look, you've already got the story. You don't have to keep outdoing yourself. Okay. And in one way, it's not necessary. There's an oven scene that's especially cringeworthy. I'll just say that. Uh, there are a lot of the scenes, they are implausible. And even, I, I understand, this is all implausible, right? You're talking a slasher movie. I get that. But... It, as the killings mount, why isn't the whole town on lockdown? Hmm. I mean, it would be, okay, because these killings are coming pretty fast and furious. Uh, where are the state cops and feds? 
Are they just leaving it to the the, the cops in this town? You got to be kidding well, me! Why are Thanksgiving? Peop- they're all they're all off. No, 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 no. <laughs> this would be a major statewide and national wide story. This is happening quick, mm-hmm. and and also not only is it happening quick, but you know what's coming because this guy has sent Instagram posts to these people. Good point. Not only saying I'm killing you, but I'm going to kill people associated with you. I'm going to do a lot of killing. So he's signaling all this. Come on. Why aren't people kept in groups? Good point. Why are the, it's like they took I get it. I get it. It's a horror movie. Don't go behind the chainsaws, right? They always do the dumb thing. Don't go in that don't open that door. But come on. At some points it gets a little too implausible and you're just like, you know, they're taking none of the precautions that we would. And that kills it. All right. Pardon the pun. Well, more implausibility is in a parade scene where the killer pulls off several moves in plain sight. Without being caught or taken down, it was ridiculous. You're like, no, no, he would have been, no, he would have been nailed. Okay. Too many cops around. This is a parade in the middle of a killing spree. Obviously you're going to have cops everywhere. No way this guy pulls this off. Ridiculous. Poorly done. You can almost tell this was not a Bloomhouse film. The Bloomhouse, you know, horror films are much better done. Hmm. And this, this was left out of this. Next, much more could have been done with the store footage of the trampling incident. I'm just going to leave that there. Okay. They had, they had footage, and they could have done a lot more with the story. They could have shown you some of this, some of this. Here's another clue. Here's another clue. They didn't. They, ba- they basically use it, and they build it up like it's going to be some big plot device, some big plot piece, and then they do very little with it. What a letdown. And finally, it needed more humor. Come on, this is a teen slasher flick, right? True. Come on, where's the humor? This is a Thanksgiving killer flick. You should be able to have a lot of fun with that. And I, and I know there are people saying, what do you mean? Come on, you can have a lot of fun with these things. Scream actually had a lot of funny moments. Scary movie was over the top. That was a spoof. But you could do a lot of fun. They didn't. And you've got characters who could have brought the humor. They didn't. It was too stiff. Honestly, it was fine. It moved along well. The killings were good. The story was good. You had good plot twists. And yet you're sitting there thinking, you know, none of this is all that entertaining. It's just shocking. And the story's moving. Okay. There you go. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes liked this a lot. They gave it 87%. Because it moved along well and because, you know, I wasn't bored because of the movement of the film and so forth, I'm going to give it quality three stars yet again. It got just slightly woke. I'll give it political two and a half. Nothing big. More religious. I mean, you know, all these movies are basically zero. But for the meat, for the medium, I'm going to give it three. Okay. Yeah, it didn't do a lot of preaching either way. It was fine. Naturally, this guy wears a mask like all these killers do. And so you he don't looks, know who he is. Right. So he looks like John Carver, who was, you know, this one of these founders. Obviously, you know, they, they need to do a horror movie where everybody wears the COVID masks where the killer, the killer wears a COVID mask. What do you think? I think, I think that time is those things. I know that time is coming. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Do I recommend going to this movie? Ah, uh, you know what? If you want to see a horror movie, this is a good workman style horror movie that does fine all the way through and it doesn't outlive its welcome, but it's not great. There you go. Thanksgiving. Okay, so who goes to a horror movie on Thanksgiving? Lots? Oh, a lot of people do. Look, there are, every um, holiday pretty much has its horror movie, My Bloody Valentine. 
there are a number of Christmas horror movies. Okay. There was a pretty funny one last year. Where oh, that's Sa- true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Santa had to stop no, you're right. <laughs> the bad guys. So there you go. Okay. Uh, Gino's Auto Service is next. And don't forget, as you get ready to head out for Thanksgiving, if you are, make sure your vehicle's ready to go. Gino's can help you with that. Gino'sAutoService.com. Gino's with a J. Take advantage of Gino's Auto Service's fall special and save $45 on a coolant flush. Even as the weather is getting colder, your engine runs hot. When coolant degrades, it becomes acidic and can corrode your radiator, thermostat, and water pump, sending debris into your engine. This debris, if left unchecked, can lead to major headaches and repairs. Reduce the chance of overheating, even in cold weather, and keep corrosion at bay with a coolant flush special from Geno's. Maintaining your vehicle will give you additional years of performance. Geno's is celebrating 40 years in business in Littleton. We are all for making your life simpler, offering loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Geno's Google reviews. Reduce the chance of overheating and save $45 on a coolant flush from Geno's. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. If you've had any issues with your furnace, give Cub Creek a call today. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at klzradio.com. Firing up your furnace for the first time this season can reveal problems. And Cub Creek Heating and AC wants you to be prepared for the winter. The Ream Heating and Air Certified Pro Partners at Cub Creek know that a bad filter can overheat your furnace, especially when you first turn it on. A dirty filter or other components can cause a dusty home, respiratory issues, and the dirt can cause mechanical and electrical elements to fail. Dirty or damaged components can lead to serious failures that turn a $200 fix into a $2,000 one. When you schedule the team at Cub Creek to tune up your furnace, you get a 30-point inspection, including mechanical, electrical, filter changes, pressure checks, and more. And if you become a Cub Creek member, you can save money, and Cub Creek will ensure your system is always ready. Reach out to the passionate HVAC experts at Cub Creek to service your furnace by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC today. All right, and for your medical care, Dr. Scott Faulkner would love to help you. You can call him at 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Pop's Garage Door knows that nobody wants the frustration of trying to leave your house only to discover that your garage door won't open. 
You want a garage door that lasts a lifetime. And Pops Garage Door is the company who can guarantee that will happen. This is why Pops uses LiftMaster Garage Doors with a lifetime warranty. The new and improved LiftMaster Garage Door is whisper quiet with built-in brighter LED lights that never need replacing and a camera for your safety and convenience. Pops doesn't want you to hassle with your garage door not working, so they offer the highest quality garage doors. LiftMaster doors also come with a backup battery, a keypad, and sensors to help keep your home safe and secure. These newest features allow you to conveniently open and close your garage door with your cell phone, so no more worrying about deliveries. You want to rely on your garage door for years, so upgrade your garage with a LiftMaster from Pops Garage Door by going to klzradio.com garage. That's klzradio.com garage. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right. Uh, question of the day, by the way. Yes. Yesterday, who is the only president to be preceded and succeeded by the same individual and is also the only president to be the grandson of another president? Benjamin Harrison. Oh. I don't really think much of him, but... I do every day. I don't even know who... I would have to go look that up as to even who that is. Yeah, me too. So, anyways, <laughs> but that is, that is the answer. Benjamin Harrison. Today's impossible question of the day. Name the Hollywood star who made their film debut in 1926 and was described by Variety magazine in 1929 as the most mysterious of Hollywood stars. And in 1981, by again, Variety magazine was still regarded as the most mysterious. Any ideas? The most mysterious Hollywood star. In the 1920s. Yes. Eesh. Um, Nope. You were wrong, Charlie. I really don't know. A good guess. Mysterious? I don't know. I Again, I would not have guessed this one, but answer this on the RushToReason.com website. little housekeeping, by the way. As we head into Thanksgiving week, Andy and I will be doing our normal Friday on Wednesday. Yep. So as we, it'll give you opportunity. Andy's going to watch a couple of movies. We'll do reviews on Wednesday. We'll do some, you know, what are your favorite Thanksgiving movies to watch uh, over the holiday, so we're going to do that on Wednesday itself. Kind of family movie. Well, no. Whatever. Whatever Maybe you, you like, like watching. I, basically, what do you like to watch when you got all that time on your hands? There you go. So if you've got multiple days... To sit back and what maybe there's maybe there's traditions where there's a particular movie you all watch together whatever we'll talk about that on Wednesday. Okay, can I say the two movies I'm going to be watching? Sure. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, one I've been looking forward to for quite a while, and that is Napoleon. And oh, it's I, by, yeah. Thank you. It's by Ridley Scott. Yes. And yes. This looks majestic. It looks good. Yeah, and it's got a tremendous lead actor. So you know, I'm, I'm very excited about that. I'll be honest, I'm not excited about the kid movie Wish. Looks very woke. Which is what? Oh, you know, you've got a girl. It's got some cute characters. There's a guy who can grant wishes in this village or in this kingdom. And then this girl comes along and she can do it too. And this little wishing star becomes her buddy and can help her with it. I don't know. Here's hoping. Okay. 
But you'll review that one on Wednesday anyways. Yeah, and it will be a huge movie. They're both going to be big, big movies. Yeah, so anyways, next week going to be a little different. We're going to do that on Wednesday. Normally Andy's with me on Tuesday, but since he's going to be watching movies Tuesday for Wednesday, he'll be with me Monday. So we'll cover some things Monday that maybe we don't normally get a chance to. One of those things, by the way, we're going to talk about is just what's your favorite way of having turkey and all of that, maybe some traditions you do Thanksgiving food-wise and all of that. Now, you've never fried one. I've never fried a turkey. I've done it twice. Nope. One time I got it right. The other time I didn't. Timing is everything, and I suck at it. But i got to be honest. When I got it right, oh, dear Lord. They fried delicious. Deep frying a turkey is magnificent. Yeah, I've, ne- I've never had one. So but anyway, we'll do some of that on Monday as well. But So next week we'll be shifted around a little bit, and I realize it's a little different week for a lot of folks. Some folks go, uh, you know, some are actually potentially – Andy, I know that uh, there's some family coming into town for oh, yeah. us. So, yeah, some people are already on the road and doing different things and so on. So it'll be a little different week for us, but we're going to be here all the way through Wednesday just so you all kind of know what the schedule is next week. Yeah, my my recommendation before we go to break yes. is when your family is around, don't listen to them or talk to them or interact with them until you're done listening to our show. There you go. Good, uh, good advice, Andy. Because we mean more than family, That's don't right. we? Golden Eagle Financial. Al Smith is next. He wants to help you with your financial future, and Al can help you with the planning of and making sure you're staying on track, keeping you accountable. Call Al today, 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial loves aircraft, and he knows that to land a plane, you need to follow a checklist. And just like landing a plane, a successful retirement means having a quality, time-tested checklist to avoid the myriad of potential pitfalls you could run into. He'll help you determine what you want your retirement to look like, be it traveling, going on cruises, donating, or volunteering, or anything else that you have in mind for a fulfilling retirement. And you can find comfort in knowing that Al has been at this for over three decades. He's seen nearly everything that can derail your plan. You know that his checklist is going to be realistic, flexible, and proven through years of experience, in addition to being customized for you. Contact Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Investment, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back a little bit. uh, Got about a minute left, I should say. We're going to talk in the last hour, of course, NFL picks, and then we'll do movie rentals. And today it's Best Villains, which, Andy, we've not – I look back in our notes. We haven't done – it sounds like we've done it, you know, in the past, you know, recently. We have, but it's been a long time. It's been a – yeah, time flies. Let's just say that. Yeah, and I did that in honor of this – you know, The Hunger Games, which is a prequel to a villain, I figured. Let's do Best Villains. Which we, again, for all of you listening, is going to sound like we've done this. But no, it's been a long time, actually, yes, that we did. Has. I went back and looked. I was thinking, oh, yeah, we just did that. Well, yeah, time flies, Andy. You know, I, As many of these we do. I mean, honestly, there's times with me where it's like, oh, didn't we just, you and I will say, well, didn't we just do that? I'll go back and look. It's been like a year and a half. I know. <laughs> it's like, we yeah, do so many of like, these. No, though. we didn't just do that. We do so many of these. <laughs> and I... I'll be honest, with villains, they're so important, aren't they? Because usually you watch the movie, right, for the star, but the villain makes it. In in a lot of movies, yes. I mean, in either whether it's you love them or hate them. Right. It's in, and by the way, the best, in my opinion, when they've done the villain right, you can't stand that person. Right. You, you actually hate the actor. 
you're, for yeah, being you're the like, villain. You're like, yes, done yes, with him yes. I, or her. I don't want to see that person ever again. Then they've done a good job. Then they nailed That's it. That's how I look at it. So, all right, we'll come back and do that in a moment. So if you've got a good villain that you like and something that we just described a moment ago, text us that, 307 282 Again, 307 We'll start off with NFL picks. Andy Pate, Richard Rush will be right back. This is uh, not Drive Radio. This is Rush to Reason. Drive Radio is tomorrow. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.